I'm your host, Sarah Boss, and welcome to Attainable Podcast. Hi, guys, and welcome to the Attainable Podcast. Uh, my name is Sarah Boss. I'm your host. Here we talk about pursuing your dreams, finding your purpose, uh, creating a life that you want, and making that life attainable. So I just got back from Austin, Texas. For those of you who follow me on Instagram, you might have seen me post a little bit. I flew back home yesterday to Charleston, and then I fly out to Arizona for another work trip tomorrow. And there are some things that happened in Austin that I wanted to tell you about. Not like events necessarily, but it was a very eye-opening trip, and I've, I've got some stories to tell you. So, oh gosh, I, I talked to Kristen, um, my producer, and when we were talking, she was like, you really need to record this. And I was like, yeah, I know. And yeah, I'm just going to be really vulnerable. And I hate that word, vul really vulnerable, you know, as if I'm being brave, but maybe a little bit. I think I am being brave and just kind of bring you guys through my thought process. And yeah. So we'll get right into it. If you are new here, hi, welcome. Little overview that might make the rest of this story make sense. Um, I went to college for chemistry, graduated with a chemistry degree, started working as a research and development chemist. It was the worst. About six months in, I jumped ship, moved back home, and worked at TJ Maxx. Not totally lost, didn't know what to do with my life. It was about the lowest, no, not about, it was the lowest point that I've ever been. And started freelancing and a short version started my LLC, Sarah Eboss LLC. And now I am uh, working on my own business. I do this full time. And there's a lot of projects that I have going on um, that I'm so excited to tell you guys about. Um, maybe I'll like tell you guys about it. Like maybe at the end of the episode. Yeah, that'd be fun. Okay. But that's, that's me. I've talked a lot about my story and, you know, finding my purpose and all that kind of stuff. And this sort of adds to it. Okay, so here we go. In Austin, what I was doing is I was visiting a client. This client, we have a team that we work with of about, I think there's five of us, and we're all meeting in Austin. There was a festival um, that one of the, two of the girls were going to go to, We found, and then um, my main client uh, lives in Austin. So we were all going to meet up there since there was going to be three of them all at once anyway, the other two me and another girl were like, let's hop on. So we went, it was so fun. Um, got to hang out, um, with this client and with the other team members. And it was just, it was just a ball. And one of the things we did, uh, work while we were there, uh, one of the days, two of the days we went to a co-working space and we're designing this program. Um, obviously I have to speak kind of in, uh, in you like speak vague terms because, um, obviously client confidentiality and, um, don't want to talk about, you know, what she's going, got going on behind the scenes, but we were talking about this program, um, that she's building. That's going to help a lot of entrepreneurs. It's really, really great. Um, and in talking about it, um, we were talking about the pain points that a lot of people, um, specifically women, but I think a lot of people experience and talking about confidence in themselves and confidence in what they're doing, confidence on their path. And it was so bizarre. So I was sitting in this meeting at taking notes and I'm like panicking. I'm internally panicking because it was such an odd experience to have them talking about these pain points that were, I mean, they were speaking my fears out loud. Of course, they didn't know. I was just taking notes and contributing to the conversation. But it was, 
it was wild and it, it got me very emotional. And I, after the meeting, I went outside cause I had another meeting, um, with Kristen and cause we were talking about the podcast planning and I, I just dumped all my emotions on her. God love her. And I was telling her, I was like, during this meeting, of course, they're saying all my fears out loud about, um, you know, not building something that I love or not having confidence in, you know, what uh, you're doing and all these type of things. And so I was, <laughs> I was talking to Kristen and I had written all these feelings down on a notepad while I was taking notes on my computer. I was also writing these feelings out because I just knew it was just a lot to process. So I was like, I have to stay focused in this meeting. So I just have to write all these feelings down. And I was like, I, I'm so scared. Like I'm always scared that I haven't found it. Like I'm always asking the question, like, is this right? Am I doing the right thing? Is this it? And like, I'm like, I feel like I put so much pressure on this idea of like, am I on the right path? Like, am am I doing the right thing? And is that something that's rational or is it lack of confidence? And so I'm like trying to work through it. And I was talking to her and I was like, I really, you know, I have to have the right purpose and I have to understand my mission in life. And I have to understand like everything I'm doing. And you know, I, if you're an Enneagram person, then you'll, you might understand, but if you're not, so I'm an Enneagram seven, that's a personality test. And Enneagram sevens are like known to be very scattered. We're very fun. We're very outgoing. And we like bounce a million times everywhere. As I hop from idea to idea constantly, I always feel like I have something else that I want to do. Um, and then I get bored of that. And then I go to something else and I, It's something that I'm super insecure about because it makes me feel like I'm flighty. Like, I hate feeling like I'm flighty. I hate feeling constantly like, oh, this is my thing. This is my thing. And then I'm like, okay, well, the spark's gone. So that must not be my thing. I'm on a constant search of what's my thing. Where do I belong? Like, what am I meant to do? And I was like, okay, like, is like getting bored of the idea, like a sign to move on? Or is that just my personality? Is that just who I am? Am I I flighty? Which is awful. Like that's my worst nightmare. And that's such, I mean, I'm so insecure about being a flighty person. And I'm like, okay, you know, I wouldn't be flighty if I had a strong enough why. I wouldn't be flighty if I understood my purpose. I wouldn't I wouldn't be flighty if I had, you know, if I knew what I wanted to do and I was secure and I should be more secure and everybody else like knows their purpose and knows what they want to do. And, and like watching, of course, these business women around me and anybody around me, I compare myself and I'm like, look at, they know exactly who they are and they know exactly what they're doing. Why do I feel so lost all the time? Why can't I just stick to something? And then I wrote down, I have my notes in front of me. I was like, do I have so much internalized self doubt that I ask myself these questions? Like, do I have a strong enough purpose? Do I have a strong enough why? Is that an actual question or is it me like doubting myself? And is my why and my purpose shaky because of my confidence? Or is it like something that other people have found that I just haven't found yet? Like which which one is it? Is it real? Is it not? I don't even have the confidence to stick to my own idea when I have them. I just move on. Is that is that a confidence issue? Is it a personality issue? Am I bored or... Or is it self-doubt? And so I'm working through all these things. I was telling them to Kristen. And for those of you listening who are new, again, please reference my story um, of going to college for chemistry. And um, there's a, I have a lot of podcasts about that. You can go back. We'll link them down below um, if you want to learn more. I thought I had worked all that stuff out. You know, I that was it. Like I went and I got my degree. 
got the job. It sucked. It was really hard to build back my life, but I did. And it's great. And like, I have this business and it's supposed to be really, really cool. And like, that's something that I, I was like, yeah, like I, I got through it and that's great. And I talk about it and I speak about it. And there was a lot that I got through, but I did not realize, um, how much that affected me. And I think that this is, I think that this is common. I think that we like to dismiss the things that happen in our life or we like to dismiss like things in childhood or we like to dismiss things because it feels, it just feels kind of like fluffy. Like, especially for somebody like I feel my, I'm very fortunate to have had a wonderful life. Um, and I had a great childhood and you know, you, you think, oh my, you know, you can use the word trauma, my story, my whatever, like that's not as bad as the next person's. Like I shouldn't feel like I haven't had trauma or, or I don't, I'm not worthy to call myself damaged or like stuff like that. And I use these words because I, yeah, I think it's just like this internal conversation that we have and we really push stuff out and we don't acknowledge that, Hey, like it's very logical that the way that we've processed things through our life has dictated how we move forward. So I'm telling all these things to Kristen, right? I'm just, um, cause she's, my best friend. And so I'm just vomiting my emotions and, and all my self doubts. And like, what does this mean? Have like, why am I constantly worried about finding my purpose? And, and do I have a self-confidence problem and like all this type of things. And she, (laughs) she, um, she's very affirming. She's the sweetest. And she said back to me, she said, um, like the constant pivoting isn't a personality flaw. She said, you being scared of choosing the wrong path because you already did it once. Oh my God, I feel like I'm going to cry again. I, guys, I burst into tears, burst into tears. It's so weird to have somebody else say exactly what's going on, like in your subconscious and then just rip it out and show it to you. And I, I don't think I've ever had that quite an experience. I felt so literal like that. I burst into tears and I, I... <laughs> I was like, Kristen, I've never, I've never made that circle back. I, I didn't realize like how much that still affected me. Like I hadn't worked through all that stuff. And to think that I had when I'm only a couple of years off, like is silly to think that, oh, oh, that, you know, that experience was whatever. And it's just a chip on my shoulder and I can move on. And that didn't affect any of my decisions at all. That's not at all what it is, you know? And, and we, me and my client, we had a lot of conversations, but one of the conversations that we had had this weekend was talking about storytelling and like how you can, you choose the narrative on how you speak about a situation. People can experience the same event in their life. And then, but the way that they tell that story, the way that they interpret that story is completely different. The story, the event is a fact, but how you interpret it and how you, how that dictates your life moving forward, that's totally up to you. And on the surface, And, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, like, this is a story where I came back from, you know, I don't don't know, you know, came back from adversity and I I found who I was and I was brave enough to jump ship and I was, I left and I went back to my parents and I had had no money and then I started my own business and I, like, these, I was, you know, this is a story and I, I still believe that, you know, like, I, 
I can see it and I understand it and I still believe that. But subconsciously, the piece that is controlling my my decisions, my self-worth, my self-confidence, this whole time has been saying, you've already chose the wrong path once. You're going to do it again. It doesn't matter what you do. You'll make the wrong decision anyway. If every time I had an idea, like I was saying, oh, I would have an idea and I have excitement. And I thought that that was that feeling that I was having, that excitement I was having was purpose was, oh, affirming. Yes, Sarah, you're, you're on the right path. You're, you're on the right track. Yeah. You're figuring it out. This is great. And then as soon as this self-doubt would creep in and it was saying, no, like that's, that's not it. Like couldn't be it. You came up with that idea. No matter what you do, it's going to crash and burn anyway. It's not the right path. You can never choose the right path. And I would quote, get bored of it. That's what I thought was happening was that I would just kind of lose steam. And I was like, okay, well that must not be my purpose. And that wasn't that at all. It was this subconscious fear that I have buried so deep that I am going to choose the wrong path it's affected, it's like bled into every decision I've made. It's made me, I have have no confidence in my ideas or, and you got to understand I have a business. Like every single thing that I do affects my income to, to have, you know, an effect, uh, like a fear every time you make a decision is like a pretty, um, uh, rough thing. Cause I'm making these decisions every day. That's literally my job is to make decisions about this business. And it was bleeding. I had no confidence in my ideas. It kept me from pursuing my dreams. It's, it kept me from dreaming. Like, this is why, like, I hate vision casting and I hate like setting goals and saying, okay, what do I want to do in the future? I hate when people say like, what do you do? What do you want to be? Because it makes me feel a pressure. Like, what if I don't make it? What if I, what if I don't accomplish that? What if I fail again? Before this whole thing happened with talking to Kristen and a couple days before we, that we were working in the uh, co-working space um, and I kind of had this revelation, um, we were in a bookstore and my client picked up the book um, and it was like daily writing prompts or something. And we were saying, oh, like, that'd be so nice. Like, it's, it's great to journal every day and it'd be good to, you know, have something to leave for your grandkids and like stuff like that'd just be really cool. So she opened it up on a random page. And it said like some cute quote about like doing the impossible or something like that. And then the writing prompt was name something impossible you did today. And I immediately, I said, oh my gosh, that's terrifying. Like I, what if I didn't do anything impossible that day? (laughs) Guys. And, uh, she looked at me and she said, were you really good at school? I looked at her and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, high school, I was in the like top 10% of my class. I, you know, studied, was in a medical program, went on an academic scholarship to college. Like I did all these things. Yeah. That was, I was really good at school. That was kind of, kind of my identity of, of being an academic. And she was like, I think there's a correlation to you doing well in school and having the fear of not getting it right. I was like, oh my God, we're in the middle of a bookstore right now. I cannot, I mean, this is like the whole weekend is me having these like revelations. It, it never occurred to me that I was so, at this point, that I was so scared of getting it wrong. When I would vision cast, when people would say, what do you want to do? What do you want to be in the future? Tell me what, when you think about your dream future, what does that look like? I didn't have the confidence that I would even picture my future right that I wouldn't get like that question right. What do you want to be? What do you want to do? 
I didn't have the confidence I would even get that right. How do you get that wrong? That doesn't even make any sense. But I, I was, I was so scared of not getting it, whatever that it was right, that I wouldn't get my purpose right, that I wouldn't, I don't know. And that I could not even pick, I didn't even want to look at picture my future. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, you're going to picture the wrong thing or don't, don't dare dream. Cause what if you don't make it? What if you fail again? What if you have to feel all those feelings? What if you crash and burn to the bottom of wherever and you have to rebuild again? You'll never get back up. And in this, though, in the work meeting, in the co-working um, space, when we were talking about how we wanted people to feel leaving the program, and so we were talking about confidence and confidence in themselves, and and I was like, yeah, like having confidence in their own ideas, like confidence that that their ideals will work, and. Um, my client looked at me and she said, um, she said, no, I, I disagree. It's not, it's not the confidence that your ideas will work. It's the confidence that even if the idea doesn't work, you'll figure it out anyway. And I was like, oh, I don't even have confidence to claim the idea. I didn't even have confidence to claim the idea. I didn't have confidence to say, oh, like I'm, I was literally just trying to say, you know, I'd, I'd really like to feel like confident in the things I'm doing and confident that my ideas will work. And that wasn't even the point. It's not, you'll never know what's happening in the future. You just don't know. And not knowing, that's the freedom. I realized it's not feeling secure in your purpose. It's not feeling secure in your why. It's not feeling secure in your path. It's trusting yourself. It's trusting that, hey, you ha- you don't know what's in the future. You don't, you don't, you literally you know nothing, but you trust yourself enough to figure it out. I trust that no matter what happens, like I'll keep going, I'll keep living, I'll keep being myself, I'll keep doing my best. And like, that's all that matters. I don't know <laughs> what, um, I don't, I don't quite know what to make of all that. You know, it was a, it was a very emotional weekend. Um, a lot of breakthroughs I definitely wanted to share with you. Um, and I don't really have, the answers on how to fix it, you know? Um, I know I really wanted to share this because I think even identifying that fear for me made it um, something that I could then manage. Um, Putting a label to it made me realize, um, hey, like when you start to feel like, like you're working on this project, oh, I can't forget, I want to tell you guys about the project. When you're working on this project and you, and you want to, you want to bounce, like you have that fear it made I was like, okay, I understand what that fear is. That fear isn't a sign to jump ship. That fear isn't a sign that I'm doing the wrong thing. Um, it's not like gut intuition. Like that's not what that is. That's fear. And that fear comes from self-doubt and low self-confidence. And we need to kind of exercise that muscle again. So some things that I am doing, if you want some maybe helpful advice, um, or at least what I'm planning to do to combat this, because um, I think this is a, you know, it's always a journey. But uh, definitely working in therapy. Um, you bet your ass that I sent my therapist a thorough email um, letting her know um, everything that I went through. <laughs> it was just, and like, you know, all that happened, just kind of recounting the stories. And I was like, look, I know this is something that I'm going to need to work through. Um, so I'm ready to work through that. I'm ready to be kind of challenged there, I think. <laughs> um, I'm going to 
keep moving. You know, I, I know myself. And like I was saying, like if I have fear when I have an idea or have fear when I'm working on something, it's always like the fear always comes up when I, I'm thinking of the future of like what it will become or, or if like it'll turn out or whatever. And I, I know that I just got to keep pushing forward. Like even when I feel that fear, just keep going because otherwise like I won't make any progress doing anything. I won't move forward with any of my ideas. And I, I think that would be a real shame. Um, and then I'm going to actively work on my confidence or more, I guess, better word is to say, I'm going to actively work on trusting myself. I don't know what that is. Um, I don't know what exercises to do for that, but that again, that does feel like a muscle that I just need to exercise a little bit. Well, I hope that that was helpful to some people. Do you guys want to hear about my next project? Um, this is me claiming it out loud. Um, so I have been working on, um, something called Sunday Creative Studios. Um, and that is going to be kind of the rebirth of, uh, my business. So currently I freelance and everything's under the Sari Eboss LLC thing. Um, all the work is done through me and, um, I decided, okay, like I kind of want to separate this from myself. I want to, I want this to feel like an external business entity so that I can work on it. Um, and it feel less like attached to me. Um, because I was really associating like work with my self-worth, which was, you know, and it was weird to say, I'm, you know, I'm working on my business when my business was me, um, that I didn't like that. So, um, yeah, it's called Sunday, um, S U N space D A E creative studios. Um, we're going to be honing in on creative projects, um, social media management, content creation. Um, and then, um, recently pushing, pushing the envelope into photo shoot production, um, which is so cool. And I, I'm so excited. I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, I'm learning to try and kind of let go of the outcome and just be excited about like, just like I'm working on that and that's cool. And I think that it'll be really, really great. Um, we'll be having an Instagram go up soon and like the website will launch. Uh, you guys are like the insiders always. So, um, you're hearing this way in advance. Um, I'm hoping to get the website and the Instagram up next week or the week after. Um, but that's what I'm working on. That's my like secret project. So whenever you see on my Instagram stories, like when I say like to do and I say like work on new project or work on secret projects, like that's what I've been working on is this studio um, and basically honing in on our offers and our website and our Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Um, I thank you so much for sticking through this episode and being vulnerable with me and hearing me out. And I hope that maybe it brought um, some clarity to you, maybe some clarity on how you've been feeling or on how you have felt in the past. Um, don't, don't feel, don't dismiss your own, your past. Don't dismiss what you've been through. Um, and it is, um, it's self-awareness and it is brave, um, and smart, honestly, to take a look at your past and, you know, know like how that's affected your, your decisions today and how that dictates, um, the moves that you make, because, um, the more self-aware you are with that, the, the more you can recognize, I mean, destructive behaviors, like doubting yourself so much that you don't pursue your own ideas. Um, like you gotta think like, that's scary. Like what if, what if you don't pursue something that was amazing because you fear it? That's enough motivation for me to know that I gotta, I, I gotta work on it. So 
I hope that this was helpful for you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I love you all very much. Um, go to our most recent Instagram post and let's, hmm, let's put, let's put hearts. Let's put emojis of hearts, um, because it feels lovey and nice and we all support each other and all that stuff. Um, I will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.